in the beginning there were only the five elements life did not exist in any form then the element of earth manifested itself into the sense of touch and one sensed creatures came into existence the vegetable kingdom plants came into existence plants have only one sense of touch and they are always rooted in earth centuries pass by then the second element of water manifested itself to the second sense of taste saliva is water and saliva is required for taste to happen but water also symbolizes movement two sensed creatures came into existence the insects the worms that move in search of their food came into existence centuries passed by the third element of air manifested itself into the third sense of smell but air also symbolizes flight so flying creatures three sense creatures that could fly in search of their food came into existence centuries passed by the fourth element of fire manifested itself into the fourth sense of sight you need light to see if there is no light within you are blind if there is no light outside it is darkness so four sense creatures that could see came into existence centuries passed by the fifth element of space manifested itself into the fifth sense of hearing sound travels in space five sense creatures the animals came into existence centuries passed by close to 65 million years later we live in a cosmic magnetic field gravity is a magnetic force that is what is enabling all of us to be grounded this entire cosmos if you have to visualize every celestial body whether it is the nearest star the sun the mercury the venus the earth the jupiter and the moon in earth everything is suspended in space 
Nothing is holding it. Everything is suspended in space and they all remain in space through mutual, attractive and repelling magnetic forces of the various planetary bodies. In fact, a minor imbalance between attractive forces and repelling forces, that minor imbalance is what causes the rotation of the celestial bodies and also the revolution of the celestial bodies. When this imbalance between attraction and repulsion becomes too much, that is when you see a meteor fall. As long as there is a proper cosmic balance of these magnetic forces, then everything goes on well. There is cosmic peace. Bible says, God created human being after his own image. The Veda says, Aham Brahmasmi. The Jivatma is derived from the Paramatma. The individual consciousness is derived from the universal consciousness. Similarly, scientifically explained, this cosmic magnetic field descended as you, the biomagnetic field. You are a biological magnetic field, a biological phenomena with your own magnetic forces within you. And that is how, like how five elements manifested itself into the different five senses. This cosmic magnetic field descended as this biological magnetic field called a human being. Magnet has two properties. It either attracts or it repels. And it is this magnetic property which became the sixth sense in a human being of discrimination, attracting and repelling, embracing the pleasure, avoiding the plane, choosing between good and bad, discriminating between right and wrong. So this entire faculty of discrimination in a man is a derivative of the biological magnetic field that you are. Now, though you are a magnetic field in yourself, the effectiveness of how effective this magnetic field in you is functional depends on are you getting this magnet within you right or not. There are three different components that determines whether you get your magnet right or not. First, the quality of your thoughts and feelings determines the direction of your magnet. Two, are your processes in congruence to your desires determines whether your magnet is going to attract or repel vibrations. And three, what is your energy level will determine whether your magnet is weak or whether your magnet is powerful. Let's take one at a time and discuss each one in great detail. But before I take one at a time and discuss in great detail, I just want you to understand what can happen to your life if you get your magnet right and what will happen to your life if you do not get your magnet right. 
millions of people desire enlightenment millions of people desire they should be able to live a spiritually evolved a spiritually aligned always centered in that cosmic force they should be able to live their life the very desire for something creates the vibration for it so when millions of people desire enlightenment the vibrations of enlightenment is formed by these million people however most people who desire enlightenment do not get their magnet right and because they do not get their magnet right they repel the vibrations of enlightenment that they have created instead of it being drawn towards them it is always repelled away from them one among the million people who desire enlightenment somebody who comes from a background of palatial lifestyle as siddhartha even though his own father his own parents never wanted him to even look into the direction of the life of a monk but only live and enjoy that princely state but somehow he is one among the million people who desire enlightenment and he too desires enlightenment the only difference between the million people who desired enlightenment but did not get their magnet right and thus repelled their vibrations and as siddhartha is he desired enlightenment and got his magnet right how to get the magnet right we'll discuss in great detail what happens when you get your magnet right first let's understand when siddhartha gets his magnet right he attracts the vibrations of all that that has been created on enlightenment towards him million people create the vibrations of enlightenment and repel it away from them he gets his magnet right he is also one among the million who have created vibration for enlightenment but because his magnet is right he draws all the vibrations towards him and the collective vibrations on enlightenment culminates in a gautama buddha unfolding out of a siddhartha one human being in one lifetime by his own vibrations can never attain such exalted status of a buddhahood however one human being in one lifetime if you find a way i'm not even going into the theories of karma and the karmic balance that you have brought in because everything plays a part i don't want to even get into the concept of discussing karma in a forum like this because it's always been my very firm conviction you need to have a lot of good karma for you even to be seeking a spiritually aligned life if you don't have good karma you won't be sitting here if you don't have good karma and if you have not because everybody who wants to do good is not able to do good and some of you who never even sought spiritual life got forcefully drawn into this place and started growing spiritually and it can only be because you have an enormous karmic balance i tell people yoga teachers sometimes are not able to practice yoga on a daily basis karma is like that what to do and one of you who never even desired yoga observed somebody practice yoga develop some interest and ever since yoga becomes a dinacharya to you some of you sitting in a forum like this 
and daily learning about the importance of spiritual alignment might still not be sitting in the seat of meditation on a daily basis. Karma is like that. And for some of you who never even have read a single literature on meditation yet, but God initiated, drawn into it, and ever since meditation has become the most integral dhinacharya in your life. So I don't discuss ever the theory of karma and karmic balance and karmic debts and karmic investments in any spiritual forum because I believe that without a lot of good karma, you couldn't have landed here and you couldn't have found the right hands to grow with. So assuming you are all products of good karma, I continue to proceed. Now when a Siddhartha gets his magnet right, he draws the vibrations of everybody unto him. And when I say everybody, he is not sucking everything from everybody. It's not like a businessman taking everybody's money. It is just this vibrations on enlightenment has been created. Everybody has repelled. The vibrations are there of no use to anybody. But here Siddhartha gets his magnet right. And those unused vibrations, they all culminate into a Siddhartha unfolding a Buddha. The point here is this. If you get your magnet right, you will become a Buddha. If you don't get your magnet right, you will aid in a Buddha becoming. You will create the vibrations which will aid in a Buddha becoming, but you will not be a Buddha. So it doesn't matter how much you come to this place, how much you learn, how much you want to internalize, Whatever be your devotion, if you get your magnet right, you will be the one who will become. Otherwise, as a Sangam Saranam Gachami, you will only participate in creating the vibrations, enabling one amongst the other, becoming, you will aid in a becoming, but you do not become. Millions of people seek freedom. Everybody wants freedom. But they don't do what it takes to embrace that freedom. They don't get their magnet right. So they create the vibrations that are repelled. And one of those barristers where nothing in his life, nothing in his background ever suggests that he can go on to become a father of a nation and liberate an entire nation from the clutches of the British Empire. Nothing in him suggests, but that barrister after he was hurled into the platform and went through the indignity of embarrassment in the hands of a foreign rule, gets his magnet right. When he gets his magnet right, if you go into the time when Mahatma Gandhi first arrives in India, there is no confirmation anywhere in the history, a methodology like Ahimsa and a methodology like Satyagraha can ever be powerful enough to drive the mighty British Empire. Nobody would have even believed that for one individual, it will be possible to empower an entire nation to think in one unified direction and build that collective force which will drive the British Empire out. And yet it happened because Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi in getting his magnet right magnetize the vibrations of a million people who were seeking freedom 
but did nothing about it. They repelled those vibrations and all those vibrations culminates in the becoming of a Mahatma Gandhi. If you get your magnet right, you will become a Mahatma. If you do not get your magnet right, you will remain an ordinary Atma which will aid a Mahatma becoming. <coughs> the British leave behind a devastated Indian economy. A large chunk of the money has already been passed on to Pakistan for stabilizing Pakistan by the British Empire. The nation begins with huge fiscal deficit which till today we have never been able to catch up with. So only a great amount of industrial revolution, industrialization would ever provide enough employment opportunities to people and thereby raise the economic bottom line of this country. Everybody desires this prosperity. Everybody desires a wealthy nation. Everybody wants to enjoy, if not financial surplus, at least financial adequacy. And in desiring this economic well-being, an entire nation creates the vibrations that are required for that economic prosperity, but they don't get the magnet right. They repel these vibrations. Thy name, J.R.D. Tata. Now that individual realizes, unless not just one company, unless I am able to build as group of companies, a group of industries, through absolute organizational leadership, by forming excellent second lines, by creating immaculate systems, somebody who understands that there is no point in one individual running around, even a religion, even an ashram, even an NGO, even a social organization, even a spiritual forum like this, if it has to grow to its entire magnitude that it's capable of growing into, unless the whole institution is well organized, it can never actualize its capabilities, it can never maximize its capabilities. If only one individual has to do all the running, see, one individual can be 100 times more capable than everybody else, but one individual cannot do the work of 100 people because physically you can't be present in 100 locations. So anything, if it has to grow, eventually has to get institutionalized, has to get organized. There has to be respective people who are ready to run. <coughs> Three principles, whether you have to study how Christianity was able to grow to become one of the largest revolutions, or how a Microsoft has developed, or how a McDonald's... See, sometimes ordinary products and ordinary services becomes global organizations. If you ever have to see how an institution ever develops, all the organizations, whether organizations like this, which is purely seeking to aid and help the spiritual seekers, or absolute economic organizations like Infosys, where all the time some element of growth and development of economic prosperity is a focus. Doesn't matter what the institution is. You'll find all the organization that has ever grown to actualize and maximize its capabilities have based on three principles. One, a place for everything, everything in its place. A place for everything, everything in its place. Now you'll already see that is how this whole thing is developing into. There is a place for everything. This will be done here. 
eating is done here staying is done here this is where those of you who have dedicated yourself to the savor of this place will remain those of you who are visitors here where will you stay very clear definition of a place for everything everything in its place even when you go into a person who is completely organized you will find that where the file has to be there where the folders i've been writing now for 16 years if you ask me for an information i've written in the 16 years from my laptop i'll be able to trace that information and give it to you in less than 1 minute the information inside there is no file number 001 aaa very clear names very clear organization very clear hierarchical structure in probably about 50000 songs that i would have and if i have to play a song within a minute i can go to that song which i want to play and play it's a question of how you organize the whole thing a place for everything and everything in its place in fact when i wanted to build my house and the architect came and said aisa kar sakta hai aisa kar sakta hai i asked the architect where will i keep the broomstick you tell me so he said why why broomstick he said see if you don't design a place for broomstick broomstick has to be kept behind the door of every bedroom every time you open the door one broomstick comes out from every place okay <clears throat> now if you define a place for everything then i can keep everything in its place if you don't define a place all beautiful institutions all beautiful organizations there should be no confusion about where the pastor should sit where the altar of christ should be where the seeker should sit where an outsider should be where the bell should be a place for everything everything in its place so happy you're doing the master planning right now because that is when you will know a place for everything and everything in its place two all great institutions have followed this a time for everything everything in its time that's what discipline is all about a time for everything everything in its time and already that is set here there is a time for everything and everything in its time there is no confusion about the whole world should know that at 7:30 what has to happen in an ashram will happen at 7:30 with or without anybody what has to happen at 10 o'clock will happen at 10 o'clock with or without anybody a time for everything everything in its time you can already see it in place for all of you who come from a city life I think there is no point in you only admiring what is happening here you should translate that back to your home you should translate this back to your institution you should translate it back to your organization in your organization you should be able to sit with your top management and very clearly structure a place for everything everything in its place a time for everything everything in its time even if it's going to take a major organization one of you have built a very huge organization even if it takes 6 months even if it takes 1 year to go through this transition of reorganizing everything everything must be reorganized systematization a place for everything everything in its place your mobile phone how long will you do this where is my mobile where is my mobile give me a missed call <coughs> and what if it's in silent mode <laughs> every morning you have to search for the car keys why and it's there in your pocket because there is no a place for everything everything in its place a time for everything everything in its time even out there rajan in a business environment is it possible it is possible it is possible 1 to 130 
is lunch hours. I think the phones have to go off the board in the entire organization. See, an employee who is working for you for 8 hours a day, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, can't you give him half an hour peacefully to eat his lunch? That time also he has to be picking up phone, speaking to phone. See, we eat for 20 minutes morning, 20 minutes afternoon, 20 minutes evening. That time we cannot prefix. A time for everything, everything in its time. Those of you who run retail outlets, let the market know whatever happens, you will close the shutter at 8 o'clock. Customers will come running to you at 7.55. But right now it's not like this. Till the last customer leaves, shutter will be open. Wife has to wait, customers are in. Now, you, that is not how it is done. Employees don't even know when they can go home. They don't even know whether salary will be paid on the last day of the month or when you have cash inflow only, you will pay. <laughs> last working day is last working day. That is how you develop goodwill with your employees. A time for everything, everything in its time. Ministers, police commissioners have not been allowed to enter some of my programs because in fact, we have started program without the chief guest. Time was over, we started. Chief guest came, no, you are late, you come next program. We continue. Doors will not be open. Doors will not be open. A time for everything, everything and it's time. All institutions follow this. That's what discipline is about. Bring in this discipline. Five o'clock, waking up is five o'clock. It'll take two months, it'll take three months for your entire mind to get trained. After that, there's no more negotiation. Right now, you never know when you'll wake up. Sunrise is fixed, your rise is not fixed. But it has to be disciplined. Both are in place. There is a third important thing for any institution from religion to an ashram to an industry, a group like Tata's that has grown. There's a third principle, management principle, everybody follows. I think J.R.D. Tata was exceptional in this for him to build whatever he built. Accountable work for everyone and everyone accountable to their work. There is no confusion in an organization whose responsibility this is. Some, this mic is not working. I should not be looking at 10 people. One person I should be able to look. Accountable work to one and that one is accountable to this work. What happens in most of our organizational setups is too many people take the responsibility and when things go wrong, everybody says, I did it. When things go wrong, everybody looks at each other. Why you didn't do it, is it? Accountable work for everybody. Everybody accountable to that work. There should be no confusion. And that is what an organization is about. In fact, how an organization is always built is all the work that has to be done is listed on one side. All the human resources that are available are listed on the other side. Then you take chunks of work and assign it to a human resource. Then you take another chunk of work, assign it to a human resource. Then you find this human resource is very good at this, so I think I will take him and assign him that chunk of work. At the end of the whole thing, one of the two will happen. Either you have people who don't have any work assigned it, which means there is redundant human resources. It can be in ashram, it can be in your organization, which means there is scope for diversifying into some more. Maybe we can take some more projects from the ashram. Maybe you can diversify into some more products and services in the organization. This is one possibility. Another possibility is there are some work that has to be done which has not been assigned to any of the human resources yet. 
you need additional people to step forward and take responsibilities otherwise this will remain undone so when you can assign it like this accountable work to everyone and everyone accountable to some work you have an organization in place no blaming is possible the buck cannot be passed on everybody is driven towards individual excellence and this is what jrd tata was able to create an organization with all the three principles a place for everything everything in its place a time for everything everything in its time accountable work to everyone and everyone accountable to that work and as a result he got his magnet right a nation of millions of people desiring prosperity but didn't get their magnet right they repelled their entire vibrations a jrd tata taking over the company from his dad got his magnet right and in a single lifetime an individual created 113 magnificent organizations in a single lifetime one human being in one lifetime cannot produce by his own vibrations what jrd tata did but one human being in one lifetime if you know how to magnetize the vibrations of everybody unto you it culminates in the becoming of a jrd tata the essential thing right now is if you get your magnet right you will become a buddha if you don't get your magnet right you will aid in a buddha becoming now the question is how do i get my magnet right three components to get your magnet right one the quality of your thoughts and feelings two is your process in congruence to your desires three are you high in your energy levels let's take one at a time and discuss all the three first the quality of your thoughts and feelings your most dominant thoughts and feelings will eventually become the direction of your magnet i repeat your most dominant thoughts and feelings will eventually become the direction of your magnet now let's take one thing at a time and discuss this if you are one of those who predominantly discuss you can't accept the success of other people you envy the success of other people you are jealous about the success of other people somehow for you and when i say success of other people i'm talking about your own competitors in your own industry 